worship, honor, power, and blessing thou art worthy to receive. Highest praises without ceasing, right it is for us to give. Help, ye bright angelic spirits, all your noblest anthems raise. Help to sing our Savior's merits. Help to chant Emmanuel's praise. For our daily prayer, we use the order of morning prayer, found on page 235 in the Lutheran Service Book, or page 024 in the middle section of Treasury of Daily Prayer. Let us pray. Today's New Testament reading is from the Epistle to the Hebrews, the second chapter. 
Therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable, and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? It was declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard, while God also bore witness by signs and wonders and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to His will. Now it was not to angels that God subjected the world to come, of which we are speaking. It has been testified somewhere, What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you care for him? You made him a little while lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor, putting everything in subjection under his feet. Now, in putting everything in subjection to him, he left nothing outside his control. At present, we do not yet see everything in subjection to him, but we see him who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely, Jesus, crowned with glory and honor because the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting that he, for whom and by whom all things exist, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering. For he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one source. That is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, I will tell of your name to my brothers. In the midst of the congregation I will sing your praise. And again I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children God has given me. Since, therefore, the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. For surely it is not angels that he helps, but he helps the offspring of Abraham. Therefore he had to be made like his brothers in every respect, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Herbert Mueller. In the name of Jesus, amen. The writer of the Hebrews says, therefore, he draws a conclusion. Based on what he wrote in chapter 1, based on the word that God spoke to us by his Son, who is our resurrected Savior, the Lord of heaven and earth, the one in control of all things, even our salvation, the writer says, therefore. Therefore what? Therefore we must pay closer attention to what we have heard lest we drift away from it. Did you hear that? There is a way, really many ways, that we can drift away from the Word of God. Do not be deceived. 
The river of culture has long since changed its course from the biblical definition of marriage. Out of its banks, it carves out a new harmful channel. Divorce, sex outside of marriage, cohabitation, homosexual lust, heterosexual lust, pornography, all glorified by what we see on the TV and on the Internet, streaming into our homes at 10 or even 100 gigabytes per second. It is a torrent. It enslaves young and old men and women and harms parents and children. Our own sinful flesh is seduced by this drift. The cultural flow looks like a pleasing river. We think, let's just test the water. Dip a toe. It's warm? Let's set up a rope swing. Let's play in the water. It's our own secret, lustful swimming hole. We think that we can come out of it any time we choose, that we can repent of our sins any time we wish, but the banks are muddy and slippery. Under the surface, the current is strong. There are eddies, hidden holes, and we get sucked in. We might not see the danger right away, but then, all of a sudden, we realize that we are in over our heads. Why is it this way with us? It's in your heart. Jesus says in Matthew 15, Out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person. The cultural flow is only a mirror or reflection of our own sinful hearts. The muddy banks and the eddies and the torrential flow are inside of us, and we are not strong enough to resist it on our own. Our Savior saw us. He jumped headlong into these muddy waters. He got himself dirty, filthy, in our own sin and wretchedness. He grabbed us and pulled us to the bank, and with his last strength, he put us on the shore. Though it meant that he would go under, he gave his life for us. Where the wrath of God against our sin was hidden under the surface, he came in to save us. And in so doing, he suffered that wrath in our place and died. There we stand on the shore, naked and soiled, and he has come again in his resurrection might, clothed in his high priestly robes, to wash us from our sins in the cool, clear waters of the forgiveness he won for us. He clothes us in his righteousness as he bids us to confess our sins and receive absolution. He revives our fainting spirit with a steady diet of that once and for all priestly sacrifice of his body and his blood. Today he calls us to walk in the firm road of faith with him and in his strength. It is a constant return to those other waters, the cool, clear waters of our baptism, where we daily die to ourselves, die to our sinful nature, die to the lust and the hatred that lives and must die within us, and daily we rise to live with God. Therefore Jesus had to be made like his brothers in every respect so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. This help is for you today, as the risen Christ bids you to avoid those tempting waters and to cling to this word of rescue. For these promises are yours for the believing. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, grant that in the midst of our failures and weaknesses, we may be restored through the passion and intercession of your only begotten Son, 
who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by your governance may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for morning prayer. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless and preserve you.